1: Now, stay entertained and informed with Bernie and Sid in the morning on 77 WABC.
0: Welcome back to the Bernie and Sid Show. The heart is a blue. Do you know this song, John? Sure.
2: Up through the stony ground, there's no room
1: space uh, to U2's Bono. It's a beautiful day
0: because it is a beautiful day. The sun is out. I know Bernie McGurk is looking down at us right now and he's saying, keep on fighting the good fight. We got to take our city back from the radicals. And he was also really funny too. That's what I loved about Bernie. And it's a beautiful day for his uh, service today. We'll be going there later on, right, to remember him. Yes, it's 1130
1: we have to be in Long Beach.
0: Well, on the line with us right now is Staten Island Borough President Vito Ficella. How are you, Vito?
2: I'm doing great. Good morning. It's a beautiful day, is right? Thank you.
1: So, I understand, Vito, that the uh, uh, the uh, the boat, the the ocean liner that, region, yeah. that was supposed to go to Staten Island, the that deal's off. They could never make the deal.
2: Yeah, that's my understanding, John. And in, in fairness, what I was told a couple of weeks ago was it wasn't as close to a done deal as as was reported and fortunately uh fortunately you know everything could resurrect itself in these days but as far as we know it is is not a, it's a dead deal and frankly it's it, it should have been should never have been on the table but uh, but that's where we're at but we have other challenges as you know on a daily basis uh, happening as a result of this this migrant situation
0: Vito let me ask you as the Staten Island Borough President, I did read the story about the migrants that they're coming into the hotels there. Are you being notified about any of this? We see the videos and the pictures of the people. They're in their flip-flops and it's cold. Allegedly, they're going door to door. I know how you are. I know how Staten Island is. They would never allow somebody to just go hungry or go without clothes, proper clothing. And yet it just seems like these people are just being moved there in the dead of night. So are you being notified that any of this is even happening?
2: So the short answer is sort of, right, uh, because we were notified last, I believe, Monday that people were moving in the next day to a hotel in the Travis section of Staten Island. It's over by the Western Expressway, and there's several hotels, and I guess what the city probably did, and we aren't aware of it, but they probably contracted to take over the entire uh, campus of hotels and begin to house the folks there. So we were told that people would be moving in, and we went there on a Tuesday, and we found out that they had been there already. So there's a lag effect, lag time, although I think there's an effort to notify, it it really isn't as transparent as it should be. And I think you hit the nail on the head, in in part because the country is a a generous country. Staten Island's a generous community. They wanna provide shelter and food to, to those in need. And when you see somebody aimlessly walking in the streets begging for food, a mother with two children, of course people are going to help. And that's going on, and and we'll continue to do that. The larger question is, what do we do going forward? We said a few weeks ago that this policy was unsustainable, and it was met really with deafness initially, but fortunately the mayor came and said a few days ago that the policy is, in fact, unsustainable. We also said we didn't create this problem. It's a federal problem, and it warrants a federal solution, and that's what the mayor said too. So we're on the same page now. And, and this is like one of those things that uh, a guy like John Katz and Matthes would do. Would say, put everybody around the table, be honest, be truthful. Now, what's the solution? And I think the the only thing that comes to my mind is that the president should convene a meeting in the White House with the Board of Governor States of Florida, Texas, Arizona, California, wherever, as as well as the mayors of these cities and communities that are affected and say, we need to secure our borders. We have a problem here. It's getting worse by the day. Forget the money now. Uh, We're talking about billions just to the New York City taxpayers over the next few years, potentially. We need to solve this problem. And really, the old expression, the buck stops here, the buck stops in Washington, D.C., and that's what has to happen.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. I'm reading that some towns on the border there, Yuma, Arizona, they're seeing tens of thousands every single day. And they're already small towns to begin with. Even Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, even Barack Obama had said open borders. It's not sustainable. We're talking about what in here in New York City? How much are they were talking about? Like a billion dollars a year fiscally? I mean, that's a drop in the bucket here for New York City. For other boroughs, but can you imagine the border towns how they feel? Like this is, and the, like you said, just close the border, do remain a Mexico policy. Instead of hiring 87,000 new IRS agents, how about immigration agents, border patrol? Let's figure this out because it's not making any sense.
2: Right. And, and, the, the money is real, right? Because what what happens in, in any type of situation, a business, a municipality, money is fungible. So what you spend on one thing, you can't spend on another, or you can't reduce, ta- reduce taxes if you wanted to. So if there are needs or services that the people of Staten Island want and they're told, hey, there's no money for that, but then you turn around and say, here, we, just, we need to spend a billion dollars to accommodate those who are coming here, I don't think that's right to the taxpayers of the city or the people of Staten Island who work hard. Every day, and it's just not fair going forward. Uh, and to put, you know, the money where to put up money on paper here to educate a child in New York City is about thirty-five thousand dollars per student, give or take, right? So, if we have um, a couple of thousand kids who are going to attend school, we're starting to talk several hundred million dollars over the next few years just for education. Is that? You know, who's paying for that? And that's why I go back to, what's the solution? The solution is to get the federal go- government more involved and-, and to secure borders. There are those who think that a country without borders is a country. It's not. It's just a figment of somebody's imagination, because if you have no borders, it's meaningless. Not to mention those who've tried to come here legally and continue to try to come here legally who are waiting years, you know how do you look that person or their family member in the face and say what's going on here is fine and okay it's not so so let's get over this let's solve it and and really get back to Washington or the white house to to where it starts and where it can where it can actually begin to get a solution.
0: When my parents came here from, well, they're ethnic Albanian from Montenegro. My mom said, we had to come to America. Otherwise, we were going to starve to death. I mean, that's what it came down to. And then they went to Italy to await their visas. And my uncle here in America had to be the guarantor. So basically, if they couldn't support themselves and they ended up on government assistance, that my uncle would have to come in and pay for them. And I know the same thing happened with your father, John, right? My
1: my, my father's brothers, George and Nick, had to sign that if my father couldn't pay the rent, they had to pay it. So you know what my father did? Being proud uh, Italian-Greek... He worked seven days a week, so he never had to ask his brother.
0: Same with my parents. So what is wrong with that policy? Because the whole point is, if you're coming to this country, you can't be a burden on the system. Because at the end of the day, we can only help so much. And I feel sorry for these people. I'm a Christian myself. I do whatever I can. I've tried to help homeless and contribute and been to the soup kitchens. But at some point... We have to say, listen, we have a process in place, and maybe they need to follow that process versus just coming across the border. What do you think, John?
1: I agree 100 percent. Vito, I suggested when I was with Eric Adams the other day, I suggested he call President Biden and ask him for an aircraft carrier because he could house 10,000 people on that aircraft carrier, one of the one of the old ones that they're not using.
2: That's not a bad idea, John. In fact, if you remember, here's a tale of two islands, right? In Martha's Vineyard, they were the 50 or so people who were flown in were out uh, off that island within within 48 hours, and they were sent to a military installation, right? So it, it's sort of on on point, and it, and it's in an area where people support this whole sanctuary city concept, not to mention right to shelter, and and. I think that's what we have here, right? So we, we, you talk about a triage situation. We see people in the streets literally walking around aimlessly because they can't speak English. They're, they're knocking on people's doors. They're going into stores. The city is not doing it the right way. Uh, but people are going to be compassionate, and they're going to look to help. But that doesn't mean long term this is the right thing to do. No, you Just don't,
1: little... the borders. We have, to, we have to shut down the borders. I mean, we have to have checks and balances. We, look, I don't mind immigration. I'm an immigrant. That's but, right. But we have to know who's coming and going. I'm looking at this article highlighted. You
2: know, we uh, let me, if I could, we I'm have sorry. to just continue to highlight that the very important distinction. We love the fact that we can come from all over this world as our families did, as your families did, come here, establish roots, you know, the city, the shining city on the hill and seek and uh attain the American dream and it's wonderful. But you you can't just allow millions of people come here illegally without any check or any balance and say it's okay. It really isn't. And long term, what's going to happen, The people are going to get angry, they're not going to get They are angry. They are upset. They feel the government is failing them. And the government has an obligation to step up and do the right thing.
1: We have, uh, we have a break coming up, Vito. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for a great job. You're doing in Staten Island for the people there. And we'll catch up again real soon.
2: God bless. Thank you, John. Have, thank you, Lydia. Take let's
1: care. take a break. And uh, right after the break at 840, uh, who do we have, Lydia? We have Peter King. And he's one common sense guy.